0: And welcome back to Mannequin Medicated with your host, Carissa. I recorded this last night, and I was going to post this morning, and the audio was terrible. I said like and um, probably the entire episode, and I was like, that's going to take me so long to edit all those likes and ums out, and half of them, I couldn't edit them out because I talk so fast, so it would be broken up so aggressively, and I know I say like a lot. And everybody has like the words that they say that are filler words, but it was ridiculous. Like you could not get through the whole episode. I couldn't even get through the whole episode. So I was like, I'm re-recording and instead of this going up at noon, like I usually do, I'm going to have it go up at two o'clock. So I still get my episode out that day that I need it, but it's not going to be a fucking shit show cluster that you don't want to listen to. So here's the new episode that I'm re-recording. But I had one of my sister's friends, Carol, uh, we all hung out the other day, and she had posted – oh, actually, I don't know if she posted it or if Jenny posted it, but one of the girls that's friends with my sister posted something, and it was like, which one of us had an experience with a micro-penis? And I got so many DMs, and people were like, who experienced something with a micro penis? Like, what is that exactly? How did you get into that situation? And I was like, okay, I'm going to put this into the episode and we'll talk about it. But it was me. <laughs> I had brought this up in earlier episodes and I kind of like glazed over it. Didn't really get too involved in like what happened, but Yeah, I had met this guy once. It was in my early 20s, and I was swiping probably either on Bumble or Hinge. I never really used Tinder because I thought Tinder was just, I don't know. Tinder to me just seems like trailer trash people. Bumble is like the next level up, and Hinge is like probably a more committed type of thing that you can find, but for the most part, you can use all of them to hook up with people. I was bored. I wanted to go on a date. So I'm swiping around. I find this guy. He lives in Rhode Island. And we agree to meet up at a restaurant. So we meet up. And first impression, I'm just kind of like, why is this guy a little bit shorter than he said in his profile? I think in his profile, he said he was like five foot nine, five foot 10. And I don't have an issue with height. Like, I dated a guy one time that was five foot four. Uh, I, I've dated guys who are six foot four. I don't give a fuck about height, it's all about the personality, it's about how you carry yourself. You know, it's just that shit doesn't bother me. But when you lie about how tall you are, that's what bothers me. It's because girls know like how tall five foot seven is, how tall five foot 10 is. If you say you're six feet and you're coming in and you're five foot 11, I can tell. I can tell. I know who is a true six footer and who's not. It's up to you to tell the truth. So, fellas, stop lying about your height. There are plenty of girls out there who do not give a fuck about any of that. And as you get older, you're like, okay, I don't really need to be with a guy who's six foot and taller. Like, I I don't. Like, it doesn't matter. So I get on the date, and he seems to be probably around, like, five foot six. And his profile said he was, like, five foot ten probably. And I was like, okay, you're definitely not. But that's fine. I didn't even acknowledge it, didn't say anything about it. So, as we're sitting there, I'm realizing, like, why does his face look different than his profile? Like, that's a little weird, too. I go to the bathroom at some point during the date. I'm looking at his pictures, and then I realize, like, he had filtered or, like, blurred his skin in all of his pictures to make himself look younger or better or whatever. So, I'm like, oh, my God, like what is wrong with this insecure guy? Like you lie about your height. You do, do filters on your face like you're a fraud. But you know, young Carissa didn't really care that much. I just wanted attention and whatever. I was bored. I was fucking bored. So I go back out there. We're sitting there. I'm realizing like he has like all these acne scars. He has craters in his face. I'm like, oh, this guy is like I don't know. Like you can just tell he's kind of insecure and like try to make his profile look better than he is in real life. And it's just like just be real. Like who cares if you have flaws? But it's just I think it's the lying aspect that really gets me. And by the end of the day, I mean, like, it was still going good. Like he had a like a decent personality. We were having fun. I was like, whatever. He was like, Oh, do you want to like go back to my place? Um, I have more drinks there. We can, like, hang out because the bar, I think, was closing and we were still, like, in the middle of talking or whatever. So, I was like, okay, I send my location to, like, three or four of my friends. Be safe, ladies, if you're going to do something like this. And also, just, like, keep your wits about you. People are freaks and... I would say on a first date especially, like, probably don't go back to their place, even if you do give up your location to your friends, because you just never know. People are psycho. But I was young, and I was like, okay, whatever. We get to his place, and he, like, shuts the door, and immediately he's, like, all over me. And I was like, no. Like, fuck off. I was like, if this, if this goes good, then, like, maybe. But I was like, can we watch a show or something and just hang out and chill. He said, okay, like, I guess that's fine. So, we're hanging out, and eventually it gets to that point where we're in the midst of, like, hooking up. We're just, like, kissing, nothing big. He takes his pants off. He takes his pants off, and I just about wanted to die. So medically speaking, a micropenis is exactly what what it's called. It's very small. I want you guys all to know that I am, one, not trying to make fun of people who have anything remotely close to this. Two, you have to also realize, like, I'm a human being with feelings as well, and I didn't sign up for that. I know it sounds harsh, but, like, I didn't sign up to hook up with a guy with a micropenis. That's, like, something you talk about. When you have something that makes you unique or different or even, like, shock value, you need to kind of have it in your brain that not everybody's going to be into that, and that's the realistic side of having a difference between, the, like, the general population, That's a conversation. That's not, let's whip it out and go to town. So when he pulled his pants down, I froze, froze, because I had two decisions. One, I could say no and look like a bitch because I didn't want to go near it. Or two, I could say yes and feel really badly about myself and traumatized. honestly. So I went with the first option, and I was like, please put it away. Please put it away. And he was like, whoa, what? It was smaller than like a thumb, like fully erect. And I'm not even like joking. Like my thumb is probably, I would say, like two and a half, three inches long. I'm staring at it right now. And it was smaller than that with the head, with the shaft, fully erect. I in my brain was like, how like, how do you even give that a handjob? Like, what do you do for a blowjob? Like, how do you have sex? Like, I just, all these things rushing through my brain. And he looked at me like, what? Like, so shocked, so confused. Like, no, fuck you. You're not going to force me to do anything that I don't want to do. And I think that's a great lesson is to instill an independence and a voice within yourself that it's okay to be like, no. Like, I don't want to do that because you have an expectation that it's going to be something and it turns out to be something else. That doesn't mean you have to go through with it. That doesn't mean you still have to, you know, like, I guess I'll just suck it up and do it. No, that's weird. And when you whip that out and you don't have a conversation like, hey, like, this is kind of what's going on with me, like, take it or leave it. And as much as it sucks, you should give that person the option of even wanting to see it. Because it's just like, I, I, I'm going to be honest, I was traumatized. And if anyone that's listening to this and thinks that I'm a bitch for that, I really don't give a fuck. Because nobody should be made to feel like they should do something like that that they don't want to do. So I basically just got my clothes back on and I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, but like, I'm not touching that. I don't want to basically move forward with this. He got so angry. It was like he turned like a psychopath. And he was like, fuck you, you're a bitch, you're a cunt, like calling me every name in the book. As I'm leaving, he like threw something at the door. Like you could tell he was mortified, so mad. But at the same time, like, what did you expect, sir? You brought me back to your place and with the intention of wanting to hook up because you were already, like, kissing me, like, as soon as we walked in, and I was like, yo, chill out, and didn't even think to give me a conversation regarding your member. Like, fuck you, and how many girls are are giving you pity fucks are are okay with that? Like, I just don't understand, and that's not me... Trying to be mean, but that's just me being realistic. Like, how many girls have you brought to your place and they were made to feel like they had to do something with you? Like, that is disgusting. Behavior and I won't stand for that. And the way that he reacted after I was like, I can't do that, I need to go was because I was like mortified, traumatized, scared. And his reaction was so disgusting that I was like, I'm so happy I didn't go through with it because if that's how you're going to act, you should be alone with your micro penis. It's just you and your hand tonight, sir. So very happy I ran away from that situation. But just any situation in general they don't even have to have a fucking micro penis they could have a regular size penis they could have a huge one a small one who the fuck cares if you get to a point in any situation where you're in a sexual experience and you want to be like i'm done with this like i i don't you don't have to finish out whatever it is you can be like hey like i'm I'm getting uncomfortable now and I want to stop. That's fine. There's no rule book in which you need to stay when you are uncomfortable in a situation. And I fully believe you have full control over your bodily anatomy. And if the other person gets mad or frustrated or is upset with you, fuck them. Literally fuck them. They're not worth it. And they can be another past memory. Just vote them off the island because they're they're not worth it. But yeah, I just think that's a good lesson to learn. And yes, micro penises are real. I will probably never see one ever again. It was absolutely, I don't even know. I think the whole penis was probably two inches with the head in the shaft. Like I will never see a penis that small ever again for the rest of my life. I just like I wanted it to be in like the Guinness world book records whatever it is it just was like it was like amazing to see but I wanted it to go away I'm like put your pants back on I was just like so traumatized so yeah definitely um something for you know it made a good story I'm very proud of myself for getting out of that situation but uh yeah so moving on yeah let's just let's just take a turn into the conversation and stop talking about this guy's penis, but I had a therapy session last night, and my therapist, she didn't really yell at me, but she was like, what are you doing? Because she's like, so, like, how are you doing? And I'm like, oh, the seasonal depression. I fucking hate it. So she was like, so, like, how are your acting classes? How are your workout classes? I'm like, I haven't gone to either of those this week at all, like, this past, like, full week she was like, why? Like, so, like, why? Why are you doing that? And I'm like, because, like, I just, like, don't want to. And she goes, you know that they're good for you, though, and that they make you happy. So, when you start taking out the things that make you happy, you're going to start feeling sad. And the fact that there's, like, no sun half the time and I keep sleeping in, she's like, that's not helping your situation. So, a little tough love today from the therapist, but Yeah, I just – I've been kind of binge eating a lot lately and not – I don't know. Like, I just don't know why I keep doing the things that I do and then expecting different results. But it's just part of the healing process. Like, sometimes I have to learn it the hard way and I get really stubborn and I get so sucked into – why am I not doing the things that make me feel good and it's just that that seasonal depression this time of year which also makes me think like I'm excited to move because I just can't deal with how much rain we get lately and how dreary it is like I'm staring outside and it's just a white sky and it just does that really does that help my depression no it doesn't. I love a rainy day, but I just feel like it's just been so depressing outside. And this time of year with the holidays, I still have to go holidays. Sh- I have to go shopping. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing, but I need to do something. So I don't know. I Is, is anybody else like the, the people who shop really early for the holiday you psychos you're like oh yeah all my all my shit's done by December 1st like who even has the time or the the manpower in your brain to do that I never go shopping early because I always think like what if this person already bought this for themselves or like maybe they're not into that anymore like if I'm gonna try to shop early in the year but it's just I always wait till the last minute for everything and then I end up just being like everybody gets a gift card like I just don't have the brain power to to care enough and it sounds terrible but it's just like uh, Christmas is stupid like I really just honestly think Christmas is stupid unless you have children like it just what is the point everyone's like well it's like it's the holiday season it's the season to be nice and blah, blah blah just be nice all the time why do you need a holiday for it I was talking to my therapist about it and I was like I just want Christmas to be fucking over and she's like I know she because she doesn't have kids either but she's like engaged and she's just like it's just not it's just not like an adult holiday and some people who are like love the magic of Christmas and they really feel it and love it like they get really into it even if they don't have kids but some people it's just like eh. and I was like yeah and then when Christmas is over It's like I have to gear up for fucking Valentine's Day and I just don't want to deal with that whole day. And also Valentine's Day, I feel as if I'm happier when I'm single because it's like there's no expectation. Like I'm not, it's not like I'm waiting for something or getting anything. Usually I'll go and buy myself flowers, I'll get sunflowers and it's, a great day, because I'm just like, oh like, it's just all this self-love, but anytime I'm in a relationship, it's always a disappointment, a disappointment every single year, so I dread it, it's like, I'll bite all my fucking nails off the night before uh, Valentine's Day if I'm in a relationship, because I know they're not going to get the flowers that I like, even though I've told them a million times, and like, they're going to get me chocolate I don't like, and they're going to get me nothing. I It just – and it sounds terrible, like, because I'm super not into getting gifts, but when somebody gets you something that is something that you don't like, I would rather them get me nothing because they don't even know me. I've had ex-boyfriends in the past get me, like, white roses and red roses and, like – I hate roses, and I've told them this multiple times. I'm like, dude, I don't fucking like roses. I think it's just so cliche. I think they're ugly. They don't even smell good, and it's just not my vibe, and they'll still get me fucking roses, and I'm like, I'd rather you get me nothing because you don't don't listen. You're not listening to me. I tell them I love sunflowers, and they're like, oh, I'm not going to get you sunflowers for Valentine's Day, and I'm like, but that's what I like. Wouldn't you rather get me something that I like? And in their brain, they're like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. You have to get them roses. Like, boring. I had a guy one time get me those Ferrero Rochers. And I was so pissed because we had like a full on conversation. He got me roses and Ferrero Rocher. And I opened it and I just was like, I think he could tell I was disappointed because it was just like flowers that I told him I hated and chocolates he knows that I don't eat. Like a hazelnut chocolate, like go fuck yourself. Get me a fucking dark chocolate, salted caramel, get me white chocolate covered strawberries and some sunflowers and call it a day. Or get me nothing. Get me nothing. Get me a card written with crayon, but do not get me fucking roses because I'll fucking throw them in the trash. (laughs) That's like when my ex tried to get me back and he got me like stuffed animals and roses and Ferrero Rocher and I'm like why is this the third guy to get me these nasty chocolates they're still in my cupboard I don't know what to do with them they're like have an expiration date for the next two years like they're good so I'm like I'm gonna just bring them to like my mom's house for Christmas or something because they're brand new it's like a holiday edition one I'm like I'm not eating these so it just I don't know I guess just re-gift if you get some shit like that you get roses, just like hand them out somewhere. I remember one year when I worked at Ulta and I I think I worked there for about two years part time while I had a full time job. And it was just another way to like get a discount because their discount was pretty good to buy makeup and skincare. And I don't know. I just enjoyed working there with some of those people. And I remember I brought in roses that Valentine's Day because we all had to work. And I remember being so happy to bring everybody a rose. And I wrote like a nice, like, it wasn't a card. I think I wrote on a piece of paper, like, take one. You're beautiful. You're loved. Happy Valentine's Day. And I felt like some girls never, like there are girls out there who have never gotten anything for Valentine's Day. And it's just nice to be thought of. It's nice to be just whatever. And I personally don't like roses, but I know like a lot of the girls there had said like they like roses. So I got pink roses and red ones and white ones. And it's just nice to do nice things for other people. And I didn't receive anything that Valentine's Day, but I almost liked it that way because I would have rather got people things. And I was single that Valentine's Day and it felt great. It's just holidays. Holidays suck, dude. They suck. And I need to get back to the gym. Today I need to call Orange Theory and set up my membership. I haven't done that yet. And I just really need to worry about what I'm doing. Next week, oh, next week, guys, we're going to be talking about psychosis. Psychosis is a mental illness that I find very fascinating and we will be adding a true crime aspect to it. So on Monday, get ready. We're going to be talking about true crime. I'm going to be adding the element of mental health in there. We'll be defining it, and we'll all be walking you through a story of an actual case that has happened. I'm doing research right now for that episode, and I'm so excited to bring you something new, something entertaining, and You know, some weeks we'll do the true crime and some weeks it will just be like a story maybe revolving around mental health or we'll learn about a new mental health diagnosis because I just, you know, we don't really know like exactly what these mental health issues are and we give a name to things and a lot of us don't even know like the defining aspects of those disorders. So it's just nice to kind of dive in and talk about it and it's like putting a name to a face, basically, with a disorder. So, I'm really excited to bring you guys this new show. Thank you for listening about my micropenis nightmare. (coughs) All right, I'm dead. All right, I'm leaving. I'll see you guys next week, and I hope you guys have a great weekend. I need to eat before my stomach explodes, and until next time.